Good morning and welcome to Holy Week 2023. It is the five days or six days leading up to uh, Christ's crucifixion and indeed his resurrection. So Good Friday and Passover Sunday. Uh, if you were in church yesterday, uh, I'm confident that at some uh, congregation, whichever congregation you would, had some mention of uh, Palm Sunday. That's the moment in the Bible where Jesus makes his triumphant entry. He comes to Jerusalem, man on a mission, and his disciples become very aware of the gravity, but also the significance of the moment, and they honor his entry. He has this moment with Jerusalem where he sort of weeps over Jerusalem, wishing uh, that it didn't have to go through everything it was going to go through. And um, and then he makes his way into town. And so the week that we're going to follow along in Christ's footsteps is the week of preparation for uh, Passover. And, and there are some really incredible moments in it. So uh, this morning, uh, I want to take you to a passage of Scripture where Jesus goes to the temple. It's found in Matthew chapter 21, verse 20, uh, beg your pardon, verse 12. To 19. Let me read it to you. It says this, And Jesus entered the temple grounds and drove out with force, I'm reading from the Amplified Bible, all those who were buying and selling birds and animals for sacrifice, and all those in the temple area that had turned it into a place for sale. He turned over the tables of the money changers, those who were profiting from exchanging foreign money for temple money. And the chairs of those who were selling doves that people used for sacrifice. Jesus said to them, it is written in scripture, my house shall be called the house of prayer, but you made it into a robber's den. And the blind and the lame came to him in the temple and asked for prayer. And he healed them. So you probably know this passage of scripture. It's uh, an aggressive passage of scripture. Jesus comes into the temple. Now, during Holy Week, he sets a couple of things in order. This is one of them. He rebukes the Pharisees. We'll talk about that. He, he teaches and trains the disciples. He eats a final meal and so forth. Uh, this one is a very powerful moment. Jesus begins his journey to the cross by telling us that it's time to clean out the temple of all that is false and all that is a form of debt and enslavement and all that is punishment, this, this temptation to create a system where it is impossible to be fully free, that your debt is never fully paid, that you're always beholden in some kind of way. And Jesus comes to purge it all out and to set things right. And do you know the strange thing? It is the human condition that we keep putting systems in place and structures in place that become unhealthy and we punish people and we punish ourselves and we try to prove a point all to try and reach God or reach heaven or be sort of set free from our uh, sinful condition. And Jesus has to come in and say, no man-made system, no price we pay, no eternal debt can solve the human condition. Let's clear out the temple for something new and something fresh. I think there's something very important about that idea in Holy Week that we should start on Monday with a kind of cleaning out of human man-made systems and, and debt repayments and, and, and a, a sort of purgatory and penance. Um, I'm not having a go at the Catholics, but they it's a terminology, isn't it? That we are paying a price when it is Christ. So Christ is saying, if I'm going to go pay a price, please will you stop making people pay for the same thing. I'm going to pay the whole bill 
and nobody else needs to. I think there's a really uh, significant and, and powerful lesson in this. So I thought uh, just in a couple of minutes, uh, uh, three reminders at the very start of Holy Week or Passion Week. The first is, what is the real cost? The real cost is not something I pay, but something heaven pays. The real cost is not something that I pay for in church. It is something that Christ pays for on a cross and brings the benefit of it uh, back home into the church. Uh, the real cost is not my devotion. Uh, that That is a privilege and a, and, and a pleasure, and there is some taking up my cross and following him. But the real cross is, uh, cost is paid by Christ on a cross, and that we should make every effort um, not to make it harder, but easier for people f- to find Christ or be found by Christ. And so the temple gets a messy and uh, it gets man-made and it has to be pulled apart and rebuilt spiritually. That was the whole uh, idea that um, Jesus was reiterating. And he comes in there, some of you know, with like a whip and he chases out the money. Leaders. You know what the issue there was? The issue wasn't just that, you know, it's not like selling coffee at the coffee shop at church. The issue was that people were coming to make sacrifices for their sins and, and couldn't really afford it. So people would lend them a sacrifice and you'd have to pay it back the rest of the year. What an awful position to put people in that it is a debt you can never pay. So you create a new debt to pay the debt you couldn't pay. That's terrible and unbiblical and and. Uh, indirectly, it still happens today where we imply to people that you're never fully free. You just have to tweak one more thing and you will soon be free. Christ has fully set us free. What I'm trying to do is live it out, not earn it. And I think there's an importance in recognizing the cost. The second is the real curse, uh, the real cost, the real curse. The real curse on humanity is not that we make mistakes. The real curse on humanity, well, sin, the real curse on humanity is that the devil has created a complicated pathway back. And uh, Jesus came to say, I'm not going to make it complicated anymore. It's not going to be 600 rules and regulations. It's not going to be some holy man who makes you free. It's going to be um, Jesus, the mediator, the firstborn begotten of the Father, uh, introducing you back into heaven, um, carrying you in, inviting you in. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except by me. He is the living hope and the true door, and everyone else is a thief and a robber. What incredible symbolism of that idea that the rest are thieves and robbers, and this is the true way. And then finally, uh, God's real commitment, the real cost, the real curse, and the real commitment. God's real commitment to us uh, is that he will pull apart and pull away every obstacle and hindrance to an authentic relationship with us. And the cost lies with him. The curse is removed. The pathway to heaven is made simple and made clear. And his commitment to us is complete and utter to the point of death because He came even to pull apart religion and to bring us back into relationship. I I think that that is a truly remarkable uh, thing. I I want to invite you on this journey uh, over the next um, few days uh, uh, toward uh, uh, Good Friday, Passover Friday, and and Resurrection or Passover uh, Sunday. And I want to invite you to start by cleaning out your heart and cleaning out your head and cleaning out your spiritual temple, whatever your temple looks like. It could just be a Bible and a desk somewhere or music in your ears, uh, um, AirPods. Whatever your temple is, keep it clean. 
and don't allow a system to be built around it that complicates it and makes it like an obstacle course to overcome. And let Jesus uh, uh, purge those who put us into slavery, who make us pay a price for something already paid and a debt we could never repay. How wonderful it is that my eternal debt is eternally paid. How wonderful it is that the complicated path back has been simplified. I get to know him and he gets to take me in. And how wonderful it is that our Heavenly Father's commitment is is eternal and uh, in in pursuit of after a relationship with us. Let, let those things set us up um, for awe and, uh, on Friday and, and celebration on Sunday. So with that in mind, let's pray and ask God to, to cleanse us. Think of, think of that as we pray. Think of that uh, scripture, that psalm, cleanse my heart, O God, make it ever new. Um, uh, create in me a, a clean heart and renew a steadfast spirit within me. It, those all play into the exact same conversation so incredibly beautifully. So let's pray. Set you up for the day. Hey, lots of you on today, 118 people, and it's raining in Mandela back and here on the roof. That too is wonderful. Lord, thank you so much for the lessons of the journey. Uh, you invite us to follow in your footsteps. As we do that, we take a moment to pause, to reflect at each of your actions and each of your teachings to, toward uh, Passover. Uh, we are mindful today of the cleaning of the temple and we uh, seek guidance and wisdom to apply that in our hearts and in our heads and to keep the pathway clear and to uh, um, reject all enslavement and and every, every religious uh, a chain that binds us to an, uh, an unpayable debt. Thank you that you have paid the debt for us. In Jesus' name, amen.